This is the Offseason Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Hammer. Today is August 30th, and today I will have the founder and content creator of the Primo Pod, George Fiore, on to talk about soccer, international footy, the entire summer transfer window, Messi, Ronaldo, the whole nine. I'll also get to your questions at the end in the weekly q and I hope you guys enjoy. I'm now very excited to welcome on content creator and founder from the Primo Pod and my good friend, George Fiore. George, welcome and thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for having me. You know, I love talking with you because we go way back. Yeah, we go way back to to high school. People don't even know that. We played in college together, college soccer for the people that don't know, but we played against each other in high school. So I don't know if we were friends then, but it's it's still a connection that we had. We always had hella respect, you know? Yeah, exactly. Mutual respect <laughs> for, for uh, some of the top players on opposing teams. Um, but the Primo Pod is probably the most elite soccer content I can find on social media. Um, but we're going to run through the entire summer transfer window the best we can now that it is August 30th uh, and basically coming to a close. So I'm going to start. We got to start right away with the big dogs. Let's start with Messi and Ronaldo. Let's, I want to talk about Ronaldo first because that's so raw, like how that came through. I want to hear your initial thoughts on that for sure. All right. Uh, so with Ronaldo, you know, he played for a team I hate, <laughs> which is Juve. I literally hate them. I despise them. So uh, now that he's not there, I I don't hate him, you know, okay. what I mean, as much. Yeah. But how how it all went down, I'd have to say that it's just it's typical Ronaldo. You know, I feel like it was very showmanship. He wanted the, the attention and and the other day he got what he wanted. Uh, like to leave a team that he played for at the very like last days of the transfer window, not barely giving them any, any time to like replace him, especially a player like Ronaldo. I, I thought it was kind of fucked up, you know? Yeah. It's like, it, it was so odd how it went down where the rumor came out, I think on like Tuesday officially. Mm-hmm. And he said he expected to be in man city by the weekend. So a couple of things right away. Yeah. I was like, first of all, how do you just, ex- I know they go in footy, they go fast, like transfer rumors. They, uh-huh. they turn real right away, like really fast. So I get that, but like just being like, yeah, I expect to be at City by the weekend, even though he grew up and yeah. developed himself playing for United, and like I, I yeah. just, it like blew my mind for a second. Obviously, it was it could have been nothing because now he's on United, mm-hmm. uh, but it still went down really, really strange. And I think they got Giggs and Rooney and some United legends that he knows obviously very well uh-huh. hit him up and we're like, yeah, like you can't play for City, you gotta go to United. I'm that's what I heard is part of the reason what swayed him. Other people say that City quote unquote dropped out themselves. Who knows what actually happened, to be honest, but. Yeah, I heard even like Sir Alex Ferguson called him up and talked to him about it, too. So, and, you know, it was a crazy thing, because especially especially here at the Primo Pod, because my cousin, Christian, he's Portuguese, so he loves Ronaldo. Uh, okay. You know, and then Amar is a Man City fan. So, oh, like, he was probably were, on his toes. They, yeah, he was like on his toes, bro. And the next day, he was like, he was like, Ronaldo's about to be Man City player. And the next day, he fucking signs for United. I was like, you're mad, bro. <laughs> Yo, he, he did. He's going to, oh my God. Man City fans probably hate that man more than life itself right now. Oh my God, bro. It's funny. I saw something on Twitter. It was like three strikes for Man City. You know, all this, all this money they got. And, you know, they, they think they're fucking top club in the world. Right. And they got, they missed out on, Messi, they missed out on Harry Kane, and now they missed out on Ronaldo. So they know where they at. You know what I'm saying? Do you do you think it's possible? I this is I think a realistic rumor that City were baiting United to go get Ronaldo so that they have they are the only people that can go get either Kane or Holland in January. Damn, I 
That's like know. elite level. That's like 2000 <laughs> IQ stuff right there. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't completely doubt that that's possible because like that's what these front offices do. Like they've been trying to get Kane for how long now? For months, yeah. even like months past into the last transfer windows in last mm-hmm. year. So like maybe they're like, let's guys, let's do everything we can to position ourselves to go get Kane in January. Make sure no one can contest and make sure we get it done because we haven't gotten it done yet. Yeah, I, honestly, I could see that because I feel like it wasn't that Man United beat out Man City. I feel like Man City just gave up on it, you know? Right. Like, um, and, and, and all Man United fans are going to say, like, oh, well, he, he ended up choosing Man United over Man City. Like, right, he loves yeah. us. Like, really, Ronaldo just went there because Man City said no. So, like. At some, right, at some point, something got too much, whether it was something that happened behind the scenes, like we said, with, like, some legends or Man United people or whatever. Or they were mm-hmm. like, you know what? We're not paying the money. We don't want it. And it was all, or it was all a show. And they were like, we're just going to yeah. out. We were never, like, they, never, they were never in. So, yeah. Cause, cause like Man City wanted him for free. Right. And, and also wanted to give him like 12 to $14 million in wages. Like they didn't want to go over that. He's getting double that. Right. And, you know? and, and Man United, they paid 25 for him. And I don't, I don't know how much he is getting at Man United, but like, like at Juve, he was getting 30. So even if he's making anything close to that, you know. Right, City were looking for a steal, which is usually something that they don't have to care about because of the money, but they spent yeah. 130 on Grealish. Like, they're all over the place, so they, I yeah. guess they kind of needed to. Yeah. Um, Aguero left for free. But you mm-hmm. mentioned Messi before. Mm-hmm. As of today, so recording this, Messi had his debut. Yeah. Um, and he played, what, 25 minutes, like two hours yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the Messi transfer first. I want to hear your thoughts on the Messi transfer. Do you, like, whose fault do you think it's more on Barcelona, how that went down, La Liga? Like, I'm curious to hear your thought there. All right, so I have a lot to say about Messi because I'm a huge Messi fan, but I have to say that I don't feel bad for Barca and I don't feel bad for Messi because, like, yeah. whenever when it, when his interview came and he was like crying and like he was leaving Barca, everyone's like, "Oh my god, I feel so bad for for Messi." And I love Messi, so like, it was sad to see that. But the the day I'm gonna be really sad is when I can't see him play soccer anymore. Like, I don't really right. care what team he's playing for as long as I get to see him playing. And what I thought it was low key karma catching up to him because from last summer when he demanded to leave Barcelona, right? And then uh, he basically did that just to get the Bar- uh, what was his name? Bartomeu? Bartomeu? Yeah. The president. He just yeah. did that because he didn't agree with the president. He wanted him to get fired. Then they brought Laporte, Laporte back in. And then it was all dandy from there. You know what I mean? So like he made this huge thing. And then the next season it caught up to him because of how. And that's why I don't feel bad for Barcelona because of just how terribly managed they are, especially financially. Yeah, it's fair. And they've had poor, they've had really like piss poor management, front office management for like years now. So that also caught up to them. So like if Messi wasn't going to do it, someone had to at some point, but I, I do get what you're saying. Um, I'm a Messi stand also. Like that's the greatest player we've ever seen and anyone's ever seen. Like that's, um, yeah, we, I feel like people, that's another, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. actually, it's not even a conversation. No, no, it's not. Did it. we just he, yeah. There. I, it's uh, funny because yeah. on Twitter too, I always see you hyping up Messi, and I'll do the same thing. And, and then whenever I see you, it's like you know the Spider-Man meme where like they're like yeah, that. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> look at each other, they say the same thing. I just yeah. like the way the Messi stuff went down. Like the Bar- Barca thing, it just shows how bad their management really is because they were like they were just like we're gonna give you all this money, please stay, please stay, please stay. In the last few months, fine, mm-hmm. I'll stay. And they're like, actually, we can't. You gotta take some of that money back. We can't give that all to you. And he was like, no way, no way, I'm out. The La Liga restrictions do like they heavily impact clubs like Barca more than Man City gets affected by the Premier League and stuff. I get that, but like they've been functioning under that for for decades now, so like they have that's on them. Mm -hmm. Um, it but 
all in all, like him on PSG is crazy. Like no one else was going to get him other than Denver City. Like nah. it, it, it never really made sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his debut today, I thought it was cool just to see him like in a uni on the pitch. Like that's really it. He yeah. didn't really do much to me. He got on the ball. He gave it away. Didn't yeah. do wrong. Didn't do anything great. But mm-hmm. like when you, I saw you watching. Like what was going through your mind when you saw him like walk on the field? It was just, you know, it was it was wild to see him in another jersey. Um, it was wild to see him come in for Neymar. Right. I, I imagine. I mean, obviously you wanted to see him play together, but imagine just being able to substitute Neymar for Messi. Like that's just <laughs> crazy, bro. That's just crazy. And uh, when you when you when he first started to warm up, you could hear the fans start chanting Messi, and they were they weren't even playing home. So <laughs> like the away fans were like, yeah, we're about to get fucked up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't care at all. The, there's no. They all bought the tickets knowing like. Oh, we're going to see Messi play tonight. Like he doesn't yeah. know what he does. He just to be there. Oh, yeah. Even the goalkeeper of the opposing team, his son, yeah. he's like, can you take a picture of my son after the game? Messi was like, sure. I'm like, like this is ridiculous. Like it's basically, it reminds me of um, like Kobe Bryant, RIP, uh, Black Mama, but Kobe Bryant and D Wade, they're like farewell tours in the NBA yeah. a lot. We're like, they're like, this is my last season. It's obviously not Messi's last season, but yeah. It's his first time playing like the French league, obviously. So these people are like, oh my God, this is surreal right now. They have to take advantage of everything they can. Um, but it's cool. You mentioned Neymar. So uh-huh. let's let's say for this conversation's sake, Mbappe stays. He's there right now. Mbappe, okay. Neymar, Messi. Is that the best front three you ever, literally ever? Uh, yeah, I mean, the one before that, I would have to say it was Messi, Neymar, Suarez. So. Right with a replacing Mbappe for Suarez. Obviously, Mbappe is a lot younger. Suarez is still a, a, a legend in his own right. right. But, you know, with what Mbappe has been doing so far and what he can do, and especially being in, in League One, uh, yeah, I mean, they could do some crazy shit this year. I mean, Mbappe is already improving this year compared to last year, and it's been, like, what, three, four games in? So Yeah, he bagged two today, real, made it look real easy. Um, yeah. He could be on the way out. But I think, like what you said about Suarez – first of all it's prime Suarez with that team with them a younger Neymar who's probably more he was more flashy but mm-hmm. less and less practical which is oh pro and con to both sides yeah um, but I think a worse Neymar and a better Suarez and a prime Suarez having that like true nine with yeah. Messi and Neymar is probably like that's what I prefer at least for balance for style uh-huh. but in terms of pure quality like these three are this is it like never seen anything better yeah because when, when MSN played like I swear they, they just knew each other like the back of their hands, you know I mean? Like they could tell where each other were going. They were so smart. So like their runs, it wasn't even like how they would fuck people up, just their runs and just knowing where they, each other were at all times was just like so amazing to watch. But like you said, just like the in- individual, like brilliance of each player for this trio, M and M, you know, and they also got a dope, a dope name too. M&M, yeah, yeah ex- exactly. <laughs> uh, they like, but it's like, all right, it's three, Three of like the South American players that play together, they know each other. They've known each other for years. Like it makes Mbappe is not they he knows them also at this point, but it's a little different. Yeah, that's something I always think about in FIFA. Like it's an ultimate team. They should have chemistry for you playing in this like in the same region and national team, like Concacaf, uh, Europe, yeah. UEFA, whatever it is. I always uh-huh. think they should have that kind of chemistry boost in FIFA, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of things they could do in FIFA. That's it. Exactly. They, they can. <laughs> there's always going to be things to do. Um, it is one of the better sports games, but true. Uh, so Messi, Ronaldo, are just the like, beginning of it. Go through. I'm, I have a list. I'm looking at it. Okay. Grealish, Messi, Ronaldo, Ramos, Lukaku, Memphis, Jaden Sancho, Alaba, uh, Hakimi, Varane, like Ubamakano, All these players. 
like have you ever have we ever seen like crazier transfer window like all this <sighs> stuff all happening at once like so fast so often i can't remember a one that's been like this honestly this one's been insane so many so many movements so many big time players yeah um and especially after like what's happened the past couple of years with covid and you know it, it's pretty wild that we're just jumping. Maybe it is the reason why there we had a transfer window like this, you know? Teams are like waiting and stuff like that. It reminds me of Chelsea when they had their ban on the transfers a few a couple, three mm. years ago, whatever it was. Yeah. And they basically they weren't they all that budget that they would have had, they basically added up into three years when they were allowed to go, which doesn't make sense either. And then they just <laughs> spent on Havertz, everybody like that, yeah. and Werner, whatever, but they spent on all those guys. And that's what it feels like where everyone's like down in the ducks of money and they're like like you said for covid and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they're like guys we're getting out of this fans are back full stadiums everything's kind of like going back up on the incline and mm-hmm. spend 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 um but i don't know I, the summer window is obviously 10 times better than january also it's longer mm-hmm. it's in the off season like it makes a lot of sense yeah uh, but there was just so much going on like i'm a i know you're a cdi i'm a big prep fan but like in both leagues every league every single league there's moves everywhere yeah yeah i feel like Maybe maybe the Serie A kind of took a hit, like the biggest hit of all the leagues. Mm-hmm. But even if, if it wasn't for the players, I think what's the most interesting thing that happened for the Serie A this summer are the coaching changes. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of coaches coming in, a lot of coaches moving around teams. I thought there was like, you know, Sari going to Lazio, Mourinho at Roma, yep. uh, and Zaghi. Conte left Inter, which, you know, he's a big, big name. He's a big coach. But we got Inzaghi, Simone Inzaghi, who's an up-and-coming mm-hmm. Italian coach. So, Legends. you know, and, and Italy won the Euro Cup, too. So we had, a, we had a good summer, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, <laughs> even when the transfer window, like, there's balance, definitely balance to it. Um, the Euro was awesome. It's, it's I love to see a guy like Locatelli finally get the recognition he deserves. Like, it's a perfect, yeah. prime example of that. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes off to a big club like that stuff makes sense yeah um, but all right so, even though it's even though it's you yeah. but right know, you're still happy to see that right <laughs> yeah. uh, if, it, if it was like any other team you know <laughs> fair enough all right so for anyone who doesn't know george is an inter fan if you're not if you're watching on youtube you see his inter stuff behind him if you're not watching on youtube he's got a big fat inter jersey framed right behind him so lukaku let's bring him yeah lukaku. oh god all right the, the man he's the, the big man big rom big rom <sighs> Like, yeah. obviously I know how I've seen how y'all feel about it. Like it's, mm. I don't know if it's 50, 50, if he comes in, you thought he was coming in and like almost just like for rent and he was just like making up a little better. And then he was going to be gone no matter what. Yeah. Like, or do you have like a disliking towards him now or you still appreciate him and stuff? Like I want to hear that first. Um. So yeah, actually this Jersey behind me is a Lukaku Jersey. So mm. I put it in the frame because now I can't wear it no more. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, and I can't. no one sees the back. And, and no one sees the back. Yeah. So, um, but no, I still, the, th- the thing is, is that I'm a little hurt by it, you know, cause, uh, he w- he went from Man United to Inter and at Man United, I felt like he was disrespected by yeah. a lot of their fans and even Premier League fans. And then he came to Inter and we kind of like helped him get back into a groove. And not only did we help him, he also helped us. I mean, he played amazing these past two seasons so under, well. under Conte. It was like a perfect, uh, combination. And, uh, he was the MVP of the Serie A. He, he won us the league. Uh, I, I felt like he was becoming the face of it. Uh, you know, him him versus Ibra and the Milan Derby was right, like yeah. huge. And then he comes back and he said he's going to stay. Um, and then with like two, three weeks left, he's like, you know what? I actually want to go back to Chelsea, which, you know, obviously he said before that Chelsea's like his boyhood club. But right. at the same time, he's also said before that 
you know, Inter is always a club that he's always wanted to play for. And to do that, again, like how I said with Ronaldo, you know, to do that, you know, very close to the end of the transfer win- window, it hurt. Um, it, it was for a lot of money, though. So he's 130, right? 130 yeah. million or something like that. Yeah. So we got paid the big bucks for it. So, yeah, I <laughs> can't can't hate it too much. Um, but like I said, it hurt Inter. I think it hurts the Serie A. Um, and, and yeah, I still appreciate him as a player. Obviously yeah. I think he's very good. I think he's one of the, um, best number nines in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hope he does well individually at Chelsea, you know what I'm saying? But I don't want Chelsea to win anything. <laughs> if, you're, if you're not a Chelsea fan, no one likes Chelsea. If you're not a Chelsea fan. Yeah, that's, yeah. Just, that's just how it goes. Just the way they yeah. play, like, uh, it's so much animosity towards them for no reason. Yeah. Um, but hey, like you got, well, he was, he was at Inter for two seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you guys got his two best seasons literally he'll ever have. 100% yeah. his prime. He's 28 years old, 130 million for a 28-year-old. Yeah. It's not like he's always he's always been, he's always will be a tier below those top like few guys, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Messi, Neymar or Messi, yeah. Neymar, Ronaldo, like Mbappe. So 130 million for a 28-year-old where like that I think that's it's almost hard. It's obviously Inter only had so much control over the situation. Um but like they can't turn down a bag like that. Like, nah. and are they going to use it? They haven't really used it. They haven't had the time to use it right now. Yeah. It does suck. Like you said, like the end of the window. Mm-hmm. Um, but like to have that in your budget for the rest of the season and moving forward, like it, it's almost like they had no choice. Yeah. Like we haven't replaced him, you know, as, as like the superstar of our team, you know, right. Lukaku was like, he was bringing Inter back to the glory days, you know, but then we picked up Zeko for free. We picked up Correa yeah. for like 25, 30 million. And, so they're not replacing him totally like as one individual, but they're going to be like good role players and, you know, bag- bagging some goals who I'm hoping would actually replace him is Lautaro. Well, they, they're trying to get a know, contract extension, right? He supposedly just, uh, they just got to an agreement today. Uh, and I think he could be a big time player for us and in the world, honestly, he's, you know, just coming fresh off the nice. Copa America win. Yeah. Number 10. You know what I'm saying? I love that guy. So yeah, that Argentina team is, is uh, they should always be better than they actually are. Yeah. Um, but the Lotaro, like I saw a lot of rumors. There's always prem rumors, like especially, always. especially for like, uh, God, I hate to say, it, I always do this. Arsenal, Spurs, like <laughs> it's every, it's like the same like five teams that are rumored for every player in other. I years. know, bro. Never happens. And like when that Lotaro came, Lotaro came out, and I was like, I could see him on Spurs a little bit because they had Lamella. They've had guys that like are somewhat like that. But I was just like, it's not gonna happen. Like there's always these rumors, never goes down. Um, but him staying is like huge for Inter, 100. Huge, like, yeah. Um, but Lukaku, like, he's so good. Like you said, he's so talented. He's, I think he's really honed in on his what he's good at, and instead of trying to do more outside of that, using his physical ability, like he has decent pace and just getting in behind and just being so smart. Like practice yeah. what you're good at. Don't try to get better at the things you're not good at. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he did a really good job at that. And I think, like, I hate to say it, he probably could contest for Golden Boot at, with Chelsea this year in the Premier League. Like, came yeah. back at a perfect time. He fits right in. Like against yesterday against Liverpool was a different game because they had, there's red cards all over the place. Um, yeah. I don't think he played great because he had Virgil on him to be fair. Yeah. Virgil's like ridiculous. And the only kind of guy that can shut him down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like in the study out too, like he always had tough games against uh, Kulu Bali yeah. or even uh, Kilini. Cause those are the only guys that could put up with him physically. And that's the same thing for Van Dyke, you know? Yeah. So. Van Dyke. I'm, I've, off the like uh, completely off topic there, but I have so I'm a big Van Dyke guy. I've always yeah. I've lo- I love that man. I think he's the best defender in the world, in my opinion at least. He's only been playing back for like three games to be fair right now after his torn ACL. Mm-hmm. But it's just I was so happy to see him back and see him be able to shut down Lukaku. Like gave me confidence in him. Yeah, I'm not a Liverpool fan. Back. Don't care at all. 
I just like Van Dyke and his the way yeah. he plays. So I agree. I agree. If you, if you had to pick a top form, like at the top form for all defenders, right. it has to be Van Dyke. You know? Right. Exactly. Um, all right. So transfer window. Thinking of everybody, I want you to give me an under. We'll both do it. An underpriced or a, a good value and okay. like a bad value player. So someone who under who got a good buy at a whatever price and someone who overpaid. Okay. So for who first? Like what? I'm letting you go first. You're the guest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> Um, so one for each, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So for, for honestly, I don't like to say this because I'm not a Man United fan, but, and I, I don't like them either. Uh, I very much dislike them actually, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I think picking up Varane for $44 million is what they got him for. And his market value being at like 77, uh, especially I think it hits everything that they needed. Um, you know, because at the center back position, their best de- mm-hmm. defender is Maguire, and he's good at yeah. some things, but very bad at other things. Yeah. And to have a, a leader and an experienced player like Varane in the back to pair up with with Maguire, I think is huge. Um, and yeah, so I think for me, that's probably one of the best valued uh, transfers of the summer. Such a different style too, like they have and Varane to every other center back that they've and even defender that they've experienced. Even like on Luke Shaw and Juan Basaka, like such a different style. He really is like a perfect guy to bring in. I, I do agree. Like even I think he's like close to thirty years old, but like still the perfect fit. Like because it's not just about quality of the player at a right price point. Like mm-hmm. it's about what you need, and that's exactly what they needed. So yeah, yeah. And I know you said only one, but I just want to shout out Inter. No, because, you can do because... as you want. <laughs> because we sold Hakimi for $66 million, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we bought him for like 35, 40. So obviously we made a good profit on him. And then it sucks because I think he's going to be top three, top two, top one, even, you know, right backs in the world within the coming years. Mm-hmm. But obviously we needed to make some money, but we ended up replacing him with Denzel Dumfries who oh, yeah. uh, for $13 million. So it's like a huge, you know, we saved a huge amount of money on that. I think he had a, good a really good euro cup to, so to get them for that cheap i think is crazy because usually when they have really big like european or international tournaments right. they, their prices go crazy um he's 25 years old so he's still decently young and i just come to find out that before he signed for inter he was the captain at psv so like mm-hmm. that shows that even though he's young 25 years old he's still very like just a, a leader you know what i mean so i think that was a good pickup for inter to, to replace hakimi that's yeah it's just straight up good business from inter you're right it's mm-hmm. like you make a profit you make a profit in a short amount of time relatively and you turn it around for a good buy it reminds me of like you said about how young dutch leadership in delict who was like this who was the captain of ajax when they were in champions league at like 19 yeah. or 20 yeah something else i mean i i know mm-hmm. you're, you're you know you probably don't favor him that much because he's not like <laughs> yeah, Syria. um but i like it's the same kind of thing i think dumfries is actually one of the guys on my list so i will, oh, cool. I will pass on that one i have another one it's okay cool, um, cool. but like, i thought that was a great buy because he like like you said so i thought he had a great euro and the way the netherlands used like they had a five back they would just let him roam free he was playing center attack in mid half the time i'm like yeah. this man is everywhere and he was getting every opportunity he could put mm-hmm. in a couple bagging a couple in the back of the net create an opportunity um so i i I completely agree with you. Sweet. Um, my other, my other, yeah, my other underpriced one. I love the Upamecano to to Bayern. It's a similar to the Veron one, but he's younger. He's young, obviously. He's a guy who's been rumored to go absolutely everywhere for mm-hmm. like as an Arsenal fan. I've seen him been rumored to go for I don't even know how long. 
Um, but I think he went for a little under 50 million market values around 70. Like that's one of, he is one of the rising best defenders in the world. And like at 50 million, he's going to be worth a hundred million in a few years. Like no doubt. Yeah. I think, I think that was a really good purchase, a good value. And also not to mention that they sealed him, sealed that deal within like the first couple of days of the transfer window. I'm pretty sure like that, that deal was done before anyone could even say anything about it, you know? So that was good business. Right. They didn't live, They left no window for opportunity for <laughs> no. any other club. That was, that's some, one of them, one of those that were like done before anything, even like all negotiations were done before yeah. the window started, which is yeah. obviously illegal, but it's yeah. like NBA free agency when it's like starts at six o'clock PM on the night mm-hmm. at six Oh one, people are signing. I'm like, well, yeah. that's bullshit. <laughs> but it, like, I know, just, it just kind of is what it is. Yeah. Um, that was my, so those are my couple underrated. I took mm-hmm. so yours. So hit me with the overrated one. Overpriced. Okay. Uh, I know you're an Arsenal fan, so no, I don't wanna... is, no, come on, lay it on me, lay it on me, bro. I feel like the Ramsdale. I know, I know Ben White, right? Ben White, first of all, is valued at thirty million. You guys bought him for like sixty million dollars, so that's a, like a, a ridiculous amount of money for a player that came from Brighton. But at least you needed a center back, right? Because yeah. like you just don't have really good center backs. But Ramsdale is something that I don't get at all because he's valued at 13 million. He played for Sheffield United, which got relegated, right? They, they've yeah. been relegated from the Premier League. So I don't know how you can't like negotiate better than buying a man for $17 million more than he's worth. And not to mention that the summer before you guys got rid of Emiliano Martinez, who just ended up winning best goalie at the Copa America, winning the <laughs> Copa America, uh, had a great season for Austin Villa last season. So I feel like that has to be like one of the worst transfer deals of the summer, just purely on like what they did this summer and what they did last summer. Yeah. You know, I have the exact same one written down. The great minds think alike. We're just on the same page right now. Yeah, you know uh, Spider Man. Like <laughs> <laughs> they, they, oh God, so painful. Um, also, just like watching the Arsenal games is the fucking worst. Uh, but yeah. they, so the Rams don't want 100 percent, 30 million. He's worth 10, 15, whatever. And like you said, Sheffield goes down. They're gonna sell him to anybody. They're gonna sell him no matter what. And he's a good keeper. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. The only thing about Emiliano is they knew that he was never gonna start with his age, and they know Leno is better. They're more confident mm-hmm. Leno, which is fine. So they did good business. He's been in the in the Arsenal for a while. They made money on him. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Go get a backup keeper, which is great to replace Emiliano, but don't spend 30 million on a backup keeper. If Leno yeah. is your guy, he's on a bigger contract, like you know he's your guy. So that pissed me off. I I I do agree. The Ben White thing, the only thing I have to say about that is yes, overpriced. And people, everyone was comparing him to the to the Varon transfer. Oh, they they spent more on Ben White than Varon. Ben White's 22 or 23. One, he's British, so I, that's obviously just to keep that core. British tax. Brighton had no reason to sell him. Zero, zero reason at whatsoever. He's their guy. They've had him for years. They had no reason to sell him. So Arsenal, obviously, if that's their guy, they're going to have to charge even more at that point. So like yeah. all those things added together, I understand why they paid for him. Do I like, obviously they do their due diligence. He was their top target at center back. That's mm. fine. Um, but like I said, it could have, McConnell one was gone, obviously, like we said. Yeah. Um, but I just think, uh, it's just frustrating to watch them go through all these transfers. We brought in some guys like Lakonga and stuff that I do like. I do like Ben White as a player. I think he's good. I think he'll get his chance on the national team. Not maybe not to start and be the guy, but to get on the national team at some point soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I, I Arsenal is the worst. We we are the worst. We are literally <laughs> the freaking worst, and it pisses me off so much. The Ramsdale thing was the was the icing on the cake. That's what they call it. Icing yeah. on the cake. We're making overpriced transfers. Whatever. I actually like Odegaard. Um, happily we, we we kept him. 
Mm-hmm. But again, I think I was still slightly overpriced based on he offers no value to anywhere else. Like when he was yeah. at Real, offered no value there. No. So they will gladly let everyone's going to let him go. Yeah. So it's just icing on the cake. The Rams don't one that I it, it upset me, but it just kind of the story of Arsenal. We might get, I hope we get relegated at this point. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I, like you said, I, I feel like Ben White very, it was very expensive, but at the same time, it, it clogs up a hole that you needed, or right? you needed a center back. Right. Obviously him being British shoots up the price because any player that's English is going to be crazy amount of money. I mean, even look at Grealish, very, very great. He's a great player, Yeah, but huh, you know, yeah. He, he, they, he was bought at like almost. I see one thirty. Yeah. Yeah. He was by almost like 40, $50 million more than he's actually valued. So, yeah. Um, but you know, definitely the Ramsdale has to be one of the weirdest transfers I've seen. Yeah. Um, we can, let's get off top. top of our story. I don't <laughs> want to do this right now. Like, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to give you a list. I'm going to go down the list. Okay. And we can do, you want to do overrated, underrated, or properly rated, or do you want to do, you want to rate them out of 10? I'm going to give you random transfers. Uh, rated out of 10. All right, rated out of 10. I'll yeah. give you the price point and I'll give you their value if you want also. Okay. Okay. Um, first one is Syria, Tammy Abraham, valued at 42. He got sold for 44 to Roma. Okay. So, and for, one's really- for the, uh, for the buying club. Sorry. That's what we're rated. Yeah. Okay. Okay. For, okay. So, and one is really bad. 10 is really good. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, honestly, at first when I, when I first heard that, I was like, wow, that's, that's a lot of money for Tammy Abraham who's on Chelsea. And honestly, they need to get rid of this guy just because they need to make money. And they have a bunch of players now that he's never going to play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, the first two games he's played for Roma so far, he's been pretty good. He's been pretty freaking good. So he's got two assists in his first game and then he just scored in his second game. Yep. So I'd have to say probably, you know, like, a uh, a seven, I'd say a seven's a seven's good because still I think it's a lot of money, but he he is a good player. He clogs up the hole that they left in Zeko because yeah. they got rid of Zeko, and he he offers a, a very different dimension to the game. You know, he's he can run in behind. He's got physicality, good, yeah, yeah. He's got he's physical. He's physical. He's got good feet. Uh, where Zeko, you know, wasn't the very most like very athletic player, but you know, with with Mourinho, I think Tammy Abraham could take it to that that next level you know yeah i think for him too like for tammy like you said he's not going to get the opportunity at chelsea at this point especially with lukaku mm-hmm. um but and there was no room for him so it made sense for him to go so it's like a new opportunity for him like to turn into what not saying he's going to do what lukaku did but similar in similar style he could do in similar fashion yeah, yeah. Um, all right next one personal favorite danny ings 38 million to villa he's valued at 25 because ings is a is an odd guy but i'm a fan so i want to hear what you have to say uh, he's on my fantasy team. So, oh, you know what I'm saying? You can't uh, trash him. Can't trash him. <laughs> um, I'd have to say that he he went f- he went for how much? Thirty eight. He went for thirty eight, and he's valued at like twenty five. Okay. How old is? Do we know how old he he's is? He's about twenty nine, I think. Yep, twenty nine. Okay. I I think I think I'm gonna give him a six point five because I still think I I would say that the Abraham deal is better than than that deal right i, th- I think um it's good for him to finally leave south southampton because they might even, they might get relegated this season they're so bad they're not good. uh and for him to uh almost i guess replace you know Grealish in a way mm-hmm. uh i think it's a good deal he's played decent so far he's got what two goals already 
Yeah, like, he scored two in two games. Yeah, he could have scored a third. They t- they didn't let him take the, the second penalty in one of the games because that's another story. I don't know why they just wanted someone else to score, but yeah, and one of those goals was fucking sick as hell. It was like a bike, right? Yeah, so, it was like a scissor kick. Yeah, but he's, he's like, good. go ahead, go ahead. He's a good, he's a good player. So yeah, I think six. I'm always a fan of him. There's a running joke. If anyone follows me on Twitter, I always say Danny Ings is better than Harry Kane. <laughs> that's just facts, though. That, that's, guess facts, facts. that's facts. That's facts. If you watch Harry Kane today, um, who they played that in their one nothing win. You you agree? They got one agree. He's trash, bro. He's trash. Um, but Ings, like, I don't know what it is. Ings just gives that if factor in the field. Absolutely clinical. Does not miss. Always in the right. He's one of those poachers that like, he's made for a mid tier club in the Prem. He's just made for it. That's all yeah. he is. Um, I do like like with him, Buendia, Ali Watkins. Like they used the Grealish money, Aston Villa, mm-hmm. and that they knew that they were getting, and they just went for went. They went for all these guys, and that's why they could overspend a little bit on Ings to go get a true nine to pair with Watkins and Buendia. And I think it works well. Like they're a decent, yeah. they're actually a decent side now when three years ago they were in and out of relegation. So, yeah. Um, but, all right. We'll do one more here. We're going to okay. do a little, we'll do a little higher, higher value for you so we can get, get people happy. Um, Jaden Sancho, 110 million evaluation went for 93 million to United 21 years old. 110 is a high valuation. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, so obviously they bought him for less than he's valued. Uh, 21 years old is crazy. He's super young. He's English, so perfect. You know, United. He, he, yeah, he was meant to come back to the Premier League. Also, he's a, he was a Man City boy, so stealing stealing Man City Man City's thunder is definitely something that United likes to do. Yeah, that's true. Um, but now with Ronaldo coming back and all the all the players that they have up top, it's it's tough to you know find a team that is able to spend $90 million on a player who isn't so uh, set as a starter. You know what right. I mean? Like we don't know if he's going to be a starter so far. I don't feel, I feel like he hasn't played that much. No. Nah, well, they've been starting Greenwood every game, which to be fair, Greenwood's been scoring. So I, Greenwood's been going off. So yeah. yeah. Um, but I think he's an amazing player though. Like I, I really liked him on Dortmund. He had, he was like one of the only players out of all the leagues that would get double digit goals and assists in the same season. So obviously he's very technically gifted. There's like a bunch of videos of him, like fucking people up, Megan him and all that, all that uh, jazz. So I'd still say that it's 7.5. I was going to give like an eight, but just because of signing Ronaldo and all those players that they have, you know, him not very like being integrated into the team yet. Even though obviously it's only been the first couple of months of him being right. here. But still, like ninety million dollars, you want that dude to be right there, like just like Lukaku, you know what I mean? Exactly. He's playing on the team for seven days and that man starting two games back to back, ninety minutes. So Yeah, he he is different to be fair. Lukaku is not <laughs> a human being, like he is an well, absolute monster. What a what of an animal. But yeah. Sancho, I, I think I agree with you on the Sancho thing where like they God, they needed to get Sancho because they've been in talks for for so long and he was just bred to go to United. Like that's it's in everyone's mind yeah. already. So for the public and the fans, like it was had to happen. Mm-hmm. I just always, always, always questioned it. Very skilled player, like you said, has a lot to offer. I, I just like it seems like overcrowded, not to a point where it's like City, where they have like Mares and Sterling on the bench sometimes. Yeah, but like if you've got a ninety million pound guy on the bench, like that's not that's not okay to be honest. To be no, frank, it's not. like Arsenal. They bench Pepe. What a failure! Like yeah, <laughs> same kind of thing. Except I'm not I'm not comparing Sancho and Pepe. Every all United United fans out there, relax. Just take it easy. Like, don't, uh, don't overreact to that. I'm just saying it's a similar style there, but it, yeah. Um, but yeah, all right. That's uh that's all we got for us today. 
Uh, before we go, I'm gonna let you plug in all your socials, personal, primo pa, whatever it is, whatever you want, to, whatever you want to do. All right, so we got an Instagram, we got a Twitter, we got a TikTok, uh, all at the Primo Pod, and then we also have a Twitch, yeah, uh, which is just Primo Pod. I forgot to put the there, but you That's know, okay. we don't gotta talk about it. Um, but anyway, so yeah, follow us on those, hit us up on those, and we also have a YouTube, so the Primo Pod also. So yeah, give us give us follow, give us a sub- subscribe, like whatever, and yeah, thanks for having me on, bro. Dude, anytime. Definitely follow him on them on Twitch. The Primo Pod Twitch streams just got going this week, and they are going to be ramping yeah. up soon. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm happy to have you on. Uh, trans once we'll obviously do this again. Maybe we'll do next mm. transfer window also. But I'm down. Um, yeah, man, I appreciate it. You have a good one, right? Yeah, you too, bro. See ya. Now for the weekly Q&A, we're going to stay on the soccer topics. The real man dog on TikTok asks, what are your expectations if Hoppy goes to Everton? So he's talking about Matthew Hoppy, the U.S. national team player. Young forward, I think the the general American soccer fan base likes him and they're hopeful for him. And there were rumors about him going to Everton and possibly some other European and Premier League teams, which I think is great for his development. I would like to see him go to somewhere a lower tier Prem team, I think, or even a championship side to first. I, I want the playtime as an American fan first, rather than just a Premier League fan. I want him to get the PT and get the playtime and opportunity to actually develop instead of putting him on a team like Everton, where he's never really going to play that much behind Richarlison and Dom- Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Um, but I do think it makes sense. I do think he's been playing his way up to that kind of level and that opportunity. I'd love to see it happen. Uh, I'm hopeful at least. I'm a little cautious about it because I don't think He's as good as people want him to be, but I do think he is. His quality is decent enough to be on a European side. Second question comes from Mason Ramsey nine, also on TikTok. Asked, how do you feel about selling Joe Willick as an Arsenal fan? I like Joe Willick. Um, he's a he's a youth guy. Like he's Arsenal through and through. He did play really well for Newcastle, I thought last season, so it made sense for him to go. We clearly just don't have the space for him, although we are terrible Arsenal, obviously. But that all that aside, put guys like Emil Smith Rowe and Odegaard like. Joe Willock's not going to get the opportunity he deserves. I think he's like 22, 23 years old. Um, I'm sad to see him go, but it made sense. It's good business on both sides. It's never going to be like a, a bad toxic relationship or any animosity. Like we love him. I think Newcastle's happy to have him and he'll get more use. And I think it's better for him than especially he's on a better team now. Look at that. Arsenal's more miserable. So he's on a better team. So good for him. Um, obviously I'm sad to see him go, but it is what it is, but that's going to do it for this episode. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed me talking to George from the Primo Pod. Hope you guys enjoyed everything. Remember, at RyanHammer9 on TikTok and Instagram and at RyanHammer09 on Twitter. Leave a review. Hit me up on Q- with my Q&A on TikTok. Email me, whatever you got to do for Q&A for next week. And I hope you guys have a great week. All right? Football is right around the corner. American football, too. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Have Make this week great. Make it great.